This is an Eye on Annapolis special update. Hey, joining us on the phone because that is the appropriate way to do podcast now, it seems, as opposed to in person. We have Sean Nora telling Caitlin Wiggins from Liquefied Creative. How are you guys this morning? We're doing great. Good. How are you? Good. Well, I, for one, am glad to see Governor Hogan and County Executive Pittman and Mayor Buckley starting to loosen up this thing because I... I'm at about the end of my homebound rope here, uh, and I'm ready. To, I'm ready. I'm ready to to get out and socialize a little bit more safely, of course. But uh, this whole COVID nineteen thing is just really affected everybody so much, so many different ways. Definitely, we we completely agree with you, and and and, and it's about time. It's about time we kind of start loosening things up and, and getting out and about. Um, but like you said, in a safe manner. Yeah, I mean it's going to be it's going to be a whole and it's it's cliche at this point, but it's going to be a whole different world when we do come out of this, and people are just going to be interacting a little bit differently, and people things are going to be changing. Businesses are not going to be uh, the businesses that we knew coming into this. They're going to be operating a little bit differently. Uh, I was reading an interesting article in the Washington City Paper talking about just how restaurants are trying to figure out how to handle cash or not cash, but paying the bill. And it was fan- interesting saying that, you know, like if you go to a bar anymore, you're not going to be able to saddle up into a bar and, you know, try to get the bartender's attention and hand them $20 and pay for the tab. You're going to have to now pre-order this through some kind of an app and they will text you or somehow alert you that your drink is there and ready. You walk up, you pick it up and you leave and you've already been charged for it, which is kind of uh Interesting. Restaurants are having QR codes that you scan and their menus will appear on your own devices as opposed to having to give you a, a menu that may be contaminated or anything like that. It's just very, very strange. And it's going to be some getting used to. It's very surreal almost, but also really incredible how, you know, restaurants and other businesses have really been able to adapt to the situation. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see how things really evolve coming out of all this. It is. I, I love. I love what Latitude Thirty Eight did down on Dock Street, where they were having every Thursday. They had their the farmers market, and if you needed food or provisions or something like that, you could come down and get them. There was no need based thing. Obviously, you want the people that need it to get it, but there was no. It was open for everybody, and they opened it an hour early for first responders and frontline workers and stuff like that. It was. I thought that was just a really unique way to you know establish their brand and because they were fairly new coming into this whole COVID thing and did a hell of a job oh they did it's it's amazing how in any type of situation this community specifically really kind of steps up to the plate um and you know really develops initiatives such as that to help others in the community it really shows kind of solidarity in our opinion well like Fred Rogers said look for the helpers look for the helpers Exactly. That's for sure. Well, I'll tell you, we, we want to talk about this morning is AnnapolisGives.com. And for those that aren't aware of what it is, go to AnnapolisGives.com and learn. Um, and this is a, uh, I don't want to say it's a promotion, but it's a program. That doesn't sound right either, but it's an initiative. That's a good word that you guys came up with and asked whether I might want to get involved with, with Ion Annapolis. And um, after about half a second or so, it was hell yeah. And here we are, and it's going like gangbusters. So we wanted to touch base and find out where we stand and pretty much how it all comes about and what it is. Definitely. I, I think you, you hit the, the nail on the head when you did kind of describe it as an initiative. It's, it's, a, it's a number of collaborative uh, elements that have come together to, to offer resources, not only just to you know, those that were in the service line, but also people who were in the local community. 
um, and for all ages across the board, and also some of the businesses themselves. What we really tried to do there is create, uh, you know, a hub of information and tools that people can use without anybody being responsible for, you know, the immediate transactionary methods. So, for example, this tipping component that we have on the website, you can go on um, as somebody in the service industry or beyond, sign up for that. And then if you're at home, you know, having a meal or having a cocktail, anything of the sort, you can go on there using, you know, your Venmo account, PayPal or Cash App and easily tip somebody that works at one of these local businesses. And we just felt like, you know, that was a really great way to kind of easily share support with others in the community. Let's back up and try to and, and talk about the three parts of AnnapolisGives.com because it's not, uh, you, Caitlin mentioned the, the tipping platform, but, and the information, but this, Essentially, it's a, a three-pronged website that has information as one and two parts of the ability to help others in our community vis-a-vis service industry people that may be able to be tipped. So how what, what are the three components? We've got that tipping component, um, which, you know, somewhat recently we added the search feature. So maybe you're a patron of, you know, one restaurant specifically and you'd be able to search that and maybe, you know, support those that work there. And the other component that we developed was a whole resources section of the website that not only pulls together resources from other maybe publications, nonprofits, businesses, and organizations that are specifically designed to provide help, relief, support opportunities in the community during this time. But with that, we have this custom-designed activity book, if you'd like to call it, resource book called Maryland Heroes. Um, Sean really took a great initiative with that design. Uh, if you want to tell a little bit about the your approach to that. Yeah, and the approach to that was to be able to, you know, promote the, the fact that everyone that was under the stay-at-home orders was just as, just as important as being a hero in their community as as well as the, the, the nurses, the first responders, and, you know, delivery uh, professionals, things of that nature that, that were really kind of keeping the community and the, the county and the state running. Um, and, and that dire point of need. I was going to say the Maryland Heroes also is, it's not age-specific. It, it's young, middle-aged, meaning kids, and old-age adults as well. Correct. Exactly. So, I mean, it, it did have a number of design elements. It had activities for for, for all ages. Uh, we were also, you know, very lucky to have uh, another partner come in, Third Eye Comics, to provide some some resources. Design-wise, it was it was designed to to promote that everyone is is a hero at the end of the day. And it was a really exciting another creative project for us internally. I mean, that's you know kind of our wheelhouse is our creative, and um, it was something you know that we haven't really been able to do yet. And I know that our whole team really enjoyed working on it and kind of coming up with this creative platform um, to be able to share this messaging. Well, you guys are very big in the non profit world, if you will. I mean, I know that you've worked with certainly the SPCA and their Lights on the Bay initiatives there. You've, I know you've worked with the Anne Arundel Medical Center Foundation. And I mean, it, you know, your list is, is long and esteemed. You really seem to get into the whole helping, helping the community out, which I think is fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, we, we try and, you know, and that's one of the reasons we reached out to you because we really feel that, um, you know, you have the same shared interest as us and 
the importance and value of our local community specifically, um, which I think is honestly what kind of led us all to have this third component of the whole initiative take place. A perfect segue, and that's why I got in sort of what I'm sort of bringing to the table here. But the third component is for the local businesses that may be struggling uh, through the recovery of COVID-19. Yes, and we've decided to name that portion of the initiative specifically Designing Change because it is a creative project, so to speak, that has really helped to implement positive change for um, a business organization or nonprofit in our community. Um, and that's, you know, like you mentioned, the ability that you have so successfully to, you know, promote whatever business we choose for this initiative um, collaboratively. But uh, on AnnapolisGives.com, any, you know, local business or nonprofit that has been affected, as we all have, um, by COVID-19 can go on and fill out a quick application to apply for this pro, bo- pro bono branding and design project that that component is what we're offering from Liquify. So your branding is so essential to your messaging and how you communicate with your audience in the community. So we wanted to be able to offer, you know, a, a free project to design your, somebody's logo, their brand standards, um, you know, their collab, uh, collateral that they would need to promote that message, as well as the creative that you'd be using um, for the ads on the website. And I know there's kind of specific needs that Sean had mentioned, you know, a little bit earlier, just about depending on if, you know, maybe you are a business that already has some branding developed, but maybe needs some other uh, assistance in other realms. Correct. So there's a number of different types of businesses and nonprofits out there, some of them that are starting up and that would need something from the ground up branding. Or, you know, for example, if you're a business that's already pre-existing, that may not have been putting the, the full passion and love into their branding that needs an audit um, or recommendations or a road path to recovery, um, whether it was from COVID-19 or maybe they were struggling prior to COVID-19. Um, so it, it gives them an opportunity to get back up in line with the other businesses as we progressively open up both Annapolis, Anne Arundel County, and the state of Maryland. Well, I know that there's a lot of businesses that, as we went into this, realized the, and and it blows my mind to think it in 2020, early 2020, uh, that there were businesses that were operating going like, yeah, I don't really need this digital online presence. And then all of a sudden, March 16th, or what exactly, whatever the date was where they shut the businesses down, it was like, oh, hell, we need a digital online presence. And, um, and, and it really sort of exacerbated the fact that you do need that because that is indeed your lifeline to your business at that point. You just look at what, you know, and and I, I hate to think this, but look at the Amazon and how they boomed during this time. I mean, it would be wonderful to have that same type of a capability on a local level. And obviously I think that's just a pipe dream at this point, but, you know, so you do have to have a, you know, a digital and online presence. And I think it's just so critical to be able to have the right brand that resonates with the right people with the, you know, to sell your product or offer your service or to introduce you to your, you know, whatever you're doing. No, I think that's, 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 that's perfect insight there. Couldn't have said it better ourselves. (laughs) Yeah, um, absolutely. Well, how does somebody get into uh, how do we get a liquefied creative branding makeover with AnnapolisGives.com? How do we do that? Well, first, head over to Annapolis Gives, and we want you to explore the site first, um, and then head over 
uh, to the top right on the main navigation of the site and click the small business and then you will see a pretty straightforward form on there that you can just take a few minutes to fill out. We have a video on that page as well that kind of gives a little bit more background on the initiative altogether. Once you fill out that easy to use form, you just hit submit and we will receive it right away. And then we're hoping to make an announcement about, you know, what local business will be receiving this opportunity within the next, next week early next week. Fantastic. Now, now, rumor has it that you had the Maryland Department of Labor and the Small Business Administration come together and design this form, right? So it's nice and simple. That was a joke, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, for, the, for, the form is, is really very simple. There was that pregnant pause over there going like, okay, where the hell is he going with this? <laughs> But yeah, no, this is a really, really simple form to be able to uh, get in there. And if you think your your business could or nonprofit or organization uh, could benefit from this, I think uh, everybody should jump in on that. Uh, the other thing is that when you find good things happening in the community and we started this hashtag Annapolis Gives, so you hashtag Annapolis Gives, when you hear a good story, when you hear about Latitude 38 doing the thing, when you hear about the West Annapolis pop-up pantry, when you hear about these things and you're on social media, hashtag that. Let us know about that because down at the bottom of the website there is a feed searching for that as well as for good stories that are surrounding this uh, we there's no uh, shortage of bad stories that are surrounding this COVID-19 but uh, so it's always nice to hear the good stuff as well so you want to make sure that you hashtag that Annapolis gives and we are also um, on Facebook Instagram and Twitter with a specific Annapolis gives account um, and you can also find those linked on the website and we're, you know, using those platforms to really share, just align with what you just said, these stories of positive change in the community. Um, so definitely make sure to check those out, too. Oh, and I, I wanted to add, and actually I forgot to jump in and interrupt you there, on this branding makeover... Um, when it's all said and done and there is a you know wonderful creative that's coming out of you guys, Ion Annapolis will be offering six months of free digital advertising as well. That's something that you know we're giving back. That's what we're sort of bringing to the table here. You guys are the creative uh, smart ones and I'm just like the the guy that runs the website. so it's working. it's a good it's a good partnership. And there's there's some amazing partnerships that are you know on your website right now and it's really just a great place to be. I think that um, you know hopefully that small businesses and nonprofits in our community see that uh, this is a great opportunity and we're excited to partner with them to really get their message out there. And as far as getting the message out there, actually, I was stalking you guys on, I guess, the other day. And you did, we did a, uh, or not we, but you guys did a uh, piece with Maryland Public Television on Annapolis Gives. You can go to mpt.org and you can actually search for Annapolis Gives and it should come right up there. An interview with Sean right down there on the shores of the Annapolis Harbor up by the chart house sort of explaining the thing. And they talked to one of the servers, I believe, from Blackwall Hitch, who was displaced because of the COVID-19 to find out how it is. And it's, uh, you know, on the tipping platform, there's, gosh, there's probably 70 or 80 names that are in there that people have registered. So if you are on a service industry, go on there. There's no cost to register. You just register it. You put in your Venmo, PayPal, or Cash App, and people can search it and say, hey, you know, I'm I'm sitting here having a, uh, I wish I was sitting here having a Bloody Mary, but I'm not, but uh, I'm having a cocktail at home, and you know, I wonder wonder how you know Frank is doing from Metropolitan or whatever it may be, and I I can leave a five dollar tip for him, which is really kind of neat, and it's something to help these guys that are really um, 
really the first people that were affected and the ones that were affected probably the most significantly immediately. Exactly. I mean, I, the, without any question, I mean, I know people who are doing virtual uh, happy hours, it's a perfect add on to that to really be able to support these people in the service industry. Um, you know, because at the end of the day, um, we know things aren't going to look the same way they used to. However, those servers are going to still be out there and we need to really support them, especially being uh, the type of town we are in Annapolis. Well, it is. And this is something that's going to continue on. I mean, we are starting to open up the city and the state and the county again, but this is going to be something that's going on. We've heard that, you know, service industry is beyond bartenders and waiters or waitresses. Uh, this is nail technicians that are in nail salons. And I think I use that term correctly because I've never been to one of those nail salons, but you know, it could be massage yeah. therapists. It could be, you know, barbers and stylists and, you know, all of these folks that aren't able to fully resume their business and make no mistake. And I was listening to Dick Franio the other day, and he was saying that restaurants are probably for at least the next year until they get a vaccine out are probably looking to work on 25 to 35% of what they did pre-COVID. So there are still going to be people that are going to be needing the assistance. So I do encourage everybody to go to annapolisgives.com, search for your favorite server, search for your favorite restaurant, offer a tip up. And uh, if you know a server, if you know somebody that's in the service industry, and that, as I said, is extended, encourage them to sign up. There's no cost to it. Uh, it's it's a win-win. You may, you may get $5 or you may get Bill Gates rolling into town and decide to you know, drop a hundred million. I don't know uh, if they do. I want a finder's fee, but that's. <laughs> I hear you. Um, but yeah, and and it's it's an initiative that's going to continue to keep giving because we're not out of the woods by this by any means. And Governor Hogan and County Executive Pittman and Mayor Buckley have all said that that this is this is a long fight. It's not something that's going away after six weeks. Not at all. And we're you know we're here to stay and. Um, we plan to keep this up and running for as long as we may need to be. Well, again, the deadline, when is the deadline for the businesses to submit? You know, we're now the 30th of yeah. May. I'd say, you know, as soon as you possibly can. Um, I, I would say by Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, if ever, if you know, you can get on there and spread the word and submit something by Tuesday. Um, I think that gives a little bit of time for people, you know, to explore this initiative a little further. So then we can, you know, ultimately review all the submissions and then get to work. Okay, so there you heard it there from Caitlin. June 2nd at 11.59 p.m. is the deadline, right? Yes. So if you know a business or a nonprofit, make sure they get in there. Again, the form is very simple. It's nothing... um, Nothing significant. It's just sort of a little bit about your business and some contact information and uh, why why you need another makeover. You know, I got to really thank you guys because you guys, you know, I came in on this on, I don't want to say the tail end, but you know, certainly I wasn't on the front end of this, but you guys came up with this idea. The creativity that comes out of your firm is is laudable uh, with leadership Anne Arundel, with the SBCA, with the, the hospital, with, you know, it just the list goes on. And you came up with this and this was like, wow, this is, this is a freaking great idea. And it was a no brainer for me to be able to jump onto your coattails and, and deal with this. And, uh, and I think, you know, between you and between third eye comics, but you guys came up with a, a tremendous idea. And I think that it's uh, just laudable with it. You know, I mean, you are such a strong part of the community and it shows. And we really appreciate that. And, you know, I, I um, would be remiss to say that I, you know, I, I want to say a huge thank you to our entire team here. I mean, 
uh, our senior web developer, uh, Chad Phillips, he, he worked tirelessly on this website. And um, at the end of it, he was just thrilled that we were able to create something that could really help people in our community. Um, you know, and our graphic designer, Jordan, she really worked so hard on um, the creative for this book along with Sean. And we were just really happy to see that our whole agency was really behind this with us. And, and we couldn't do it without the, the, the support and sponsors of not only just the community, but, you know, businesses and, and organizations just like Ion Annapolis to, to be able to kind of help us along the way um, and to assist us to continue to help us become encouraged to help as much as possible. Well, and you guys, and you guys turned this around like in miraculous time there. You know, this was, uh, I think, you know, from concept to release was like four days or something like that. Disclaimer, don't expect that if you want the winner, okay? Four, <laughs> they, they, they were trying to figure out what to do, and they, uh, you know, right when this all all hit the fan. But it's uh, – and, and the other unique thing is that about Liquify Creative that uh, I just sort of get a kick out of is that uh, you have an employee named Angus, and I don't know that I know any other company that has an Angus working for them, but I think that's great. That is true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, check check them out. The website you're is liquefiedcreative.com. Annapolisgives.com is the one that you really need to check out. You need to contribute to local service industry personnel that is out of work at this point. You need to download the Maryland Heroes book, the resource book. And if you know of or you are a business nonprofit involved with a organization, submit it. I mean, there's no no harm in submitting it. Again, the winners of the business, I, I keep wanting to say contest, but it's not. But the of the submissions, the ones that are selected, you know, will get this branding makeover. They'll get six months of advertising with us. And hopefully between Ion Annapolis and Liquify Creative, we can take a business and give them the boost that they need to continue to succeed, thrive in this post COVID-19 world. Exactly. I'm confident that we can, and I'm, ex- I'm excited to, um, you know, see what happens in the next few weeks with this. Fantastic. Well, June 2nd, 11.59 p.m., and not a minute later is the deadline for businesses to get in there. Sean Noratel, who is the founder and creative guru from Liquefied Creative, as well as Caitlin Wiggins, I appreciate your time today. Even more so, I appreciate the thought you gave in the initiative to creating AnnapolisGives.com for our community. Well, thank you. And we we can't tell you how much we appreciate your partnership. So thanks for everything. All right. We will see you. And hopefully the next time we do, it'll be in person over a beer. This has been an update from Ion Annapolis. Please visit us at IonAnnapolis.net. Follow us on Twitter at IonAnnapolis. And be sure to subscribe to our daily news brief podcast, which is delivered every Monday through Friday to your phone or device at 7 a.m.